keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers have going on cutback crew how you doing I, I, how y'all doing hopefully good hopefully great hopefully you've had a, an incredible weekend right Ho hopefully you've you've gotten to watch lots of cool stuff like wrestlemania and and gotten to you know i guess like watch clips and highlights of, of 49ers i don't know i don't know what you've been doing with your weekend i know what we've been doing we've been grinding over here on the cutback getting a lot of stuff done i know you're sitting there going well you guys didn't do anything saturday but you know we're doing stuff trust me we're doing stuff we're just uh getting other things ready right getting other things uh kind of up to speed and and gonna be releasing new stuff all this week and who knows maybe we'll tease some stuff here a little bit later tonight during uh during this nice cutback chat but hey it's uh, it's good to see y'all in here good to see everyone uh everyone ready to go and ready to converse because we're gonna we're gonna talk about something fun we're gonna talk about something interesting we're gonna talk about why the 49ers are in fact all in they are they really they really truly are and anyone who thinks that they're not well i got some receipts for you wrestlemania just finished perfect timing look at that look at that just finished i i had to leave mania a little early to, to make sure i was on here with you guys on time we don't, we don't want no we don't want no alex lates in the chat what's up mark how you doing man how you doing mr graves hmm so yeah, no, man, it was good. Pat McAfee, by the way. Before we get into anything else, can we get Pat McAfee? Round of applause. Like, for real, Pat McAfee killing it. Killing it in everything he does. Podcasting, killing it. Punter, killed it. WrestleMania as a, as a wrestler, kill it. On the announcer booth, announcing, killing it. Man just kills it. He really, truly does. He just kills it all the time, constantly. Candy R with a nice, great timing as well. Awesome. Timing on point. Everything going according to plan smoothly. It's good news. That's good news there because we do. We got some fun stuff to talk about. We got some uh, some great things to to discuss. And uh, yeah, no, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a blast, man. This is gonna be an absolute blast. I'm looking forward to talking this talking with all this with you. And Brad just said it, right? Did you see Kid All Mania? I did. Uh, he was on the pre-show today as well. Also, so it was a guy who was on the pre-show uh, getting booed from the Cowboys fans. Uh, and as a couple of people I was with when we were watching it, uh, Jay Hill, Horst, and myself, we were all sitting there. He's like, oh, man, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Kittle out there, that's that's the that's the most success that they had at, uh, at AT&T Stadium in a, in a long time. And not wrong. Not wrong. Best match today and yesterday for Mania, uh, Ash J. Uh, I'd say the best match. Oh, no, I didn't get to watch either of the main events the last two days. So I haven't been able to watch either of the main two, the two main events. So I, I don't know. Um, I enjoyed the Rhodes match. It was good. Uh, McAfee's match today was was good as well. Uh, the 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 AJ Styles match with the Edge wasn't too bad either. Um, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. It was it was an overall top to bottom, just a fantastic card. It really was uh, both days. So hats off to them and getting it right. Good good for them. Uh, but yeah, anyway, hit the like button right now. And subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell also because man, we got we got fun stuff to discuss. We got. 
lots of uh, great things to dive and get into. Um, and why the 49ers, why the San Francisco 49ers are in fact all in. I know you might not think it. I know you might not believe it, but they are. They're all in. And, and we're here to talk about it, and, and we're here to, to prove it to you. We're here to, 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 to go through the receipts and discuss why this is. And listen, I'm going to make the case as to why I believe they are, in fact, all in and going all in. And you guys can feel free to disagree and let me know in the comments section down below. And you know what? We'll even put up a poll. I'll have it ready. I'll have it ready for all of you. Are the 49ers, in fact, already going all in this season? I'm putting it up. You guys can vote now. We're going to talk about this right now. So this conversation, it has to start in, in a few ways. And, and the first way that we have to start this conversation is taking a look at what this team has done. Has done. What they have done. Um, what the trend has been with this team and how it's evolved over time. Uh, Jaylee just said all in on a one day, one day deal for Frank Gore. LOL. You're not wrong there. That, that is going to happen. They are going to be signing Mr. Gore to a, to a one day deal. And he's going to be retiring a San Francisco 49er, which is absolutely great. And you tip your hat off to Frank Gore, man. Absolutely incredible career. Uh, hall of Famer for, for, for sure. Uh, squat says HR. I think you maybe since maybe squad, maybe you meant squad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe you meant squad. They done squad. Oh, they done squad. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to bring the receipts and we're going to go through this and I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they've truly done squad or maybe if this is just how they've been doing things, how they've been building out a roster and how they've been uh, going about addressing and handling this. So first and foremost, 2017, Kyle Shanahan comes in, takes over a really bad football team, right? John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan come in, you have a really bad team with not a lot of talent anywhere. Um, in a, in a shocking turn of events, when the meat sweats took over, Jim Tomasula as the head coach, a lot of players retired, didn't want to be uh, playing for that kind of gentleman. Um, you know, Chip Kelly comes in after that and doesn't really have a talented roster. He's got a hampered Colin Kaepernick um, who's been injured and been injured to heck and back by this point, the last couple of years, uh, been been dealing it. Uh, acknowledge me, Alex, says Jay Hill. Jay Hill, how you doing, my guy? How you doing, sir? You've been acknowledged. Um, but anyway, they, they've done this. And, and uh, Kyle Shanahan comes in with John Lynch and they take over a really bad football team. Really bad roster, uh, not a lot of talent, uh, pretty much anywhere. And they're rebuilding from the ground up. They're rebuilding from the ground up. They're re retooling this roster, reconfiguring. And they go out and spend a bunch of money. They have a bunch of cap space. They overpay Pierre Garcon. Uh, and they bring in Acknowledge Me, says Coach Ant. Coach Ant has been acknowledged as well. Everyone has been acknowledged. I I'm assuming the Acknowledge Me means that Roman Reigns did, in fact, beat Brock Lesnar and is now the, the dual champion. I'm assuming what that means. And if you didn't watch WrestleMania, spoilers, my apologies. My apologies. Uh, if you don't knock it off, <laughs> knock it off. But with this wrestling S-Dog, it was cool when we was little for a bunch of grown grown men, bro. Uh, TC, look, you can feel any way you want about wrestling. There are a lot of people who, who enjoy it. So I, I'm, I'm not going to knock off what people enjoy. Um, it is always a, a good time to hang out with people who enjoy things together and, and talk about things. So TC, uh, all right, man. I'm glad that you don't like it. Congratulations. Um, look, at the end of the day, uh, the, the 49ers, they have this 2017 this 2017 stint where they, they sign a lot of players. They bring in a lot of guys. They spend a lot of money in free agency. Uh, bring in, you know, Kyle, the Kyle Yushiks of the world. Uh, bring in guys like Pierre Gross. And they go out and pay a couple, a couple of guys big contracts. Big contracts. Huge contracts. Uh, and, and look, at, at the end of the day, 
the Niners were trying to bring in talent to, to build, build up and bolster a below average uh, football team and a football team and, and just organization at this point in time. They were not, they were not great. Um, and so they, they do all of this uh, and it doesn't really pay off other than Kyle Yushik and a couple of other guys, the big name guys they bring in uh, don't really do a whole lot in terms of helping propel the team in the right direction. Um, but they're better. They're better than they were. They're better than they were. And at the end of the day, that's what you're looking for when you're retooling and restarting, right? When you're rebuilding an organization and a franchise, you're just looking to take the step, the step in the right direction, like right? the next step going into going into a space where you can go from, you know, bottom of the barrel irrelevant to being a team that can compete and contend for the playoffs. And that's what they did in 2017. Now, they didn't compete and contend for the playoffs, obviously, but they took a step in the right direction, sort of bringing in the guys and the pieces to build this team in the identity of Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch and, and what this new regime wanted to do. Um, so 2017 happens. Not a lot happens. 2018. Uh, you, you have the, the big trade in 2017 for, for your quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, 2018, the, the 2017 season ends on a high note with five straight wins. And Jimmy Garoppolo looking like, hey, you know what? We got something here now. Uh, 2018, he goes down with the with the Achilles and or excuse me, the ACL, not the Achilles, the ACL injury. And uh, you're sitting here going, oh, goodness gracious almighty. Oh, no. Um, and, and the season goes about as well as you expect. When the guy that you traded picks for and signed to a big contract in that offseason um, doesn't really isn't available. He goes down early in the season. And so the San Francisco 49ers, uh, you know, go kind of go back to the drawing board. But this is where a trend starts to emerge with San Francisco after this 2018 season, because we all know what happens in 2019. 2019, this team goes to a Super Bowl, right? You're a drive away offensively or defensively from walking away with the Lombardi Trophy and the quest for six being over and us talking about now the quest for seven. You're getting that seventh Lombardi Trophy, you know, doing something you know, not a lot of organizations have been able to do in the NFL. Uh, and so this is where we have to start taking a look at what the Niners had done and are doing at this point in time in order to understand why right now they're all in with this organization and this team. First and foremost, in 2019, going into free agency for 2019, going into the 2019 season, here were the signings. Quan Alexander. Four-year, $54 million contract, $27 million guaranteed. A guy who was coming off an ACL injury at the time. Risk. Big risk, but big money name. Okay? They signed Tevin Coleman, running back. Two years, $8.5 million. D Ford, they traded for. They traded for D Ford. It was a five-year, $87.5 million contract. Jordan Matthews, they signed a free agency from the Eagles for $1.8 million. David Mayo from the Panthers, two years, $2.5 million. Cornerback Jason Fripp from the Chargers, one year, $3.6 million. And kicker John Brown from the Bengals, two years, $1.08 million. That's the moves. That is the moves that they make. That's what they do in 2019. 2018, you didn't make the playoffs. You had a promising end to the 2017 season. You had a promising start to the 2018 season. And then obviously goes off the rails with Jimmy Garoppolo going down and coming into 2019. This team feels like, Hey, we're a playoff caliber team. We, we have a roster to, to make the playoffs. We got some, some good cap space. In fact, if I remember correctly, uh, actually, I don't know off the top of my head what the actual number was in terms of a cap space available in 2019. Um, if cutback crew, if you got that, put that in the chat right now so we can talk about that as well. Um, but anyway, they, they do all of this. In 2019, that's not a lot of new, not a, not a lot of moves, right? There's two big name signings in here. Um, one, obviously, Quan Alexander, and two being 
D Ford trading for him, right? I mean, the Tevin Coleman signing, that's not bad. It's not a bad one there. Uh, but at the end of the day, what the San Francisco 49ers have done is built out their roster. They addressed need, which was linebacker, getting a, a deep linebacker room. We also know what they do in that 2019 draft and drafting Dre Greenlaw as well. Um, so you, you were able to fill up the roster by drafting the right players at the right time, developing those guys, um, but also going out and making some signings in free agency. Uh, returning for the Niners from the year before, from the 2018 season, uh, safety Antoine Exum, kicker Robbie Gold, linebacker Elijah Lee, running back Raheem Mostert, uh, long snapper Kyle Nelson, Mark Enzocha, Mike Pearson, person, excuse me, and Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Okay, so again, some key pieces brought back into the fold, some, some key things that they've done there. Um, this was a good thing. This was a good thing for San Francisco. This was a good thing for the 49ers. They kept their depth. They kept key pieces on the roster. And they re-signed guys. And they did a couple of things in free agency in order to keep this team uh, you know, above water. Um, there were reported interest in a lot of guys that offseason. Jermaine Curse, Anthony Barr, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Pierre Desir, Bradley Roby, Terrell Suggs. Those were all rumored guys, right? None of those guys ended up in San Francisco. Um, they let Alfred Morris walk. They let Bradley Pinion walk. Um, they let Brock Coyle walk. They let Pierre Garcon uh, walk. They opted out of his contract. Gary Gilliam walked. Cassius Mars was released. Uh, Earl Mitchell uh, was his option. His team option was declined. Brock Coyle was released also as well. So they let some guys go. No one big, but they only made a few big moves. They only did a few big things in the 2019, uh, in the 2019 free agency period. We all know how that pans out. They draft very well in that 2019 draft. They bring in some pieces and that roster goes to a Super Bowl. Do you see the head of hair on this guy? Thanks, Horst. I appreciate it. One of my best, best qualities, this hair of head. Because it ain't the schnoz. It, it, ain't, it ain't the nose. It really is not. Um, so that's 2019. 20, 2019, that happens. You, you go to a Super Bowl. You go to a Super Bowl. You were that close. That close to coming away with that Lombardi trophy. Not a lot of moves, though. Niners did re-sign a lot of guys. And now we start to see a little bit of a shift. Because in 2020, after you've you know, made a Super Bowl, you still have a young team with a lot of talent around. But you got to start making some moves because you're not going to be able to pay all of these guys. When you got a team as deep as San Francisco was, some of these guys have to walk. You have to let go of some of these guys. They have to move on. You can't re-sign everybody, right? So you have to find different ways to retool your roster. All right, uh, Monty Montori said the NFC got weaker. We are staying strong and we will get stronger when some cap space gets cleared up. I'm guessing around draft time, possibly, possibly. It is definitely, definitely a possibility. Rogaine works well. Jay Hill, why isn't it working for you? Oh, sick burn. <laughs> I love you, Jason. I'm just joking. Don't, don't, I'd love you. It's, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a bad joke. It was a bad joke. Um, 2020 though, we all know how the 2020 season goes, right? A lot of injuries, missing a lot of gentlemen. A lot of gentlemen on this roster uh, to injury throughout the 2020 campaign. But we all know that this was a talented roster that could have made the playoffs if not, if not, uh, you know, a Super Bowl in 2020 if you stay healthy. But here are the moves in the 2020 offseason as well in free agency. They signed wide receiver Travis Benjamin to a one year deal. They signed Tom Compton. They signed Kerry Hyder. They signed Joe Walker from the Cardinals. Okay. They extended. Eric Armstead, that's the game in that five-year deal. They extended Ronald Blair. They extended Sean Coleman. 
or excuse me, re-signed Sean Coleman. They re-signed Ben Garland, backup, backup center, and they re-signed Jimmy Ward. Okay, so again, bringing back a lot of guys, a lot of guys there. They gave Arm track, Armstead, excuse me, Arm track, Armstead, the big contract there. Um, but that big contract for that gentleman, the big contract for that gentleman, ends up going elsewhere, ends up going to to a different place. Right, we end up actually dealing him away um, in in the offseason. They traded him to the Colts for the number thirteen overall pick, Sheldon Day. Ended up with the Colts as well. Elijah Lee was not tendered. The Detroit Lions ended up picking him up. Mike Person was released. Emmanuel Sanders ends up and Emmanuel Sanders ends up with the Saints. Uh, Levine Toilolo ends up with the Giants, and Anthony Zettel uh, ends up with the Vikings. So those guys all leave. Uh, the big name there, obviously Buckner, and everyone feels whatever way they feel about the DeForest Buckner situation. I get it. Um, the Niners chose Armstead over Buckner, pissed a lot of people off, especially since Buck was talking about he wanted to stay. He was willing to take less. He did not need all that extra, right? He didn't need all that extra. He wanted to be in San Francisco. He thought he was going to be a 49er forever. Uh, John Lynch talked about this guy was a, you know, a cornerstone piece of the franchise, and that didn't end up happening. It didn't end up happening. It, it really didn't. So a lot of dead salary cap, though, in 2020 uh, just due to injury. They did a very similar thing that they did uh, the previous year. Uh, they didn't sign a bunch of huge free agents in the offseason. In fact, no huge free agents. Kerry Hyder ends up being, the, in the 2020 campaign, ends up being the best signing of this entire group. Kerry Hyder ends up being the, the, the best signing of that group. Crazy to think, but that's the reality. That's, that's what happened. He is the best signing uh, of, that, of that class in 2020 in free agency. Has a huge year and ends up getting paid. Uh, Eric Armstead ends up being the big money spent that offseason, re-signing him. Jimmy Ward ends up being, you know, a big signing there. Three-year, $28 million. So the Niners, again, two big names, a couple of small moves, and a big trade. A big trade happened. That's the DeForest Buckner trade that gets you the first overall pick that lands you uh, Javon Kinlaw. So we see that in back-to-back -back years now. A couple of big-name signings or extensions or big money being spent on a, ha a handful of guys. All right? A trade and a couple of small pieces that ended up being signed and, and doing things for the 49ers, and they, they bank on the draft. They bank on developing through the draft. That's the 2020 season, okay? That's the 2020 season. Now, we, we all know what happens in 2021. You have the Arden Key signing. Okay, you have a couple of, again, small moves. Nothing really big happens. The big thing the 49ers did in the 2021 offseason, right, was give money to Trent Williams. Uh, you, you kept him around. And you re-signed a lot of your key pieces and key guys. 2021 was the year of keeping this roster together because 2020, you didn't really get a chance to run it back the way you wanted to. You didn't get to run it back and do the things you wanted to in 2020 because of all the injuries and everything else that happened. So the 49ers, what did they do? All right, well, let's get all these guys re-signed. Let's get them back into the fold with this team. Make a couple of other signings. We're going to lose guys like Kerry Hyder, who had a great offseason, right? Uh, Tevin Coleman, you're probably going to move on from. He's not that important to your to your team anymore in the development. You're just gonna you're gonna start doing other things, and that's what you did in 2021, except for one big thing. They made a big trade. They made a big trade up to three, so they could draft Trey Lance. Are you sensing a theme here, folks? Are you sensing a theme? 
nobody thought in 2021 that the Niners weren't trying to win a Super Bowl. Everyone thought the Niners were trying to win a Super Bowl and be competitive. And you drafted a guy in Trey Lance at three. You made the trade up in order to be able to potentially make the big move and the big signing. So also forget that the Fred Warner gets the big contract as well during the 2021 offseason. So you've signed a couple of guys to big deals. You've given big money to a lot of different guys. Trent Williams gets a big contract. Fred Warner in, in training camp gets extended. A lot of money goes there. Kyle Yushik comes back, right? A lot of this, a lot of this the 49ers do, knowing that they're going to end up drafting very well. And I see there Jess with the 499 Super Chat. Do you think Jimmy Ward deserves to be paid like a top five safety next year? He needs to play like a top five safety this year. But if he can be a top five safety this year in terms of playing like it and continuing the, the growth we've seen from him, um, he, he might, but he's going to have to make a Pro Bowl at the very least. He's going to have to make a Pro Bowl if he wants that kind of money. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the Niners have done this consistently, right? They do it slightly different in different years. Sometimes it's going out and either making big trades or doing other things. Let's also not forget in 2020, I, I forgot to bring this up and mention this. You know, we talked about the, the DeForest Buckner trade. There was also the trade for Trent Williams on draft day. Let's not forget that either. Niners traded for Trent Williams on draft day. So the Niners have been very particular with how they, how they build out their roster. Number one, they have not, since the 2017 season, signed big-name free agents, to, like a bunch of them. They usually go get one or two. They trade and bring in pieces from around the league that are proven talent, and they draft. That's how they, that's how they build, they've built this roster out. That's how they've done this. Uh, 2020, you did the same thing with, with the trade for trade up to get Trey Lance. You were solidifying depth at your quarterback room, but you were also banking on the fact that if something happens to Jimmy Garoppolo, we have this young kid who's got incredible upside and skill sets that could potentially elevate us and take us to the next level. Maybe he's not 100% ready this upcoming season in 2021. Maybe he won't be 100% ready, but hey, you know what? If it hits, it hits. And now let's move to this free agency period. And let's take a look at what the 49ers have done in 2022. Um, Oren Burke, Kerry Hyder, Ray Ray McLeod, George Odom, Hassan Ridgeway. That sounds like a lot of depth pieces, guys to fill in and play in certain spots and roles. Huh? Oh, then there's Charvarius Ward, three years, $42 million, 26.7 million guaranteed. Very similar numbers to what a guy like Hey one Alexander was making when they signed him to his deal. Jake Brendel, tendered. Darquez Denard, re-signed. Ross Dwelly, re-signed. Demetrius Flanagan-Foles, tendered. Exclusive rights free agent. Kevin Gibbons, extended. Hasty, extended. Maurice Hurst, brought back. Dante Johnson, brought back. Jordan Willis, brought back. Jeff Wilson Jr., brought back. Restricted free agents that have not yet signed yet that most likely are. Aziz Alshire. Daniel Brunskill. Juwan Jennings, we all know he's coming back. Right? And then look, the guys that have let walk. Uh, Trenton Cannon, Tom Compton, Richie James, DJ Jones, Arden Key. People upset about that. Raheem Mostert, upset about that. Trent Sherfield, Contavious Street, Lankin, Tomlinson, K1 Williams. The only difference between this offseason and the previous offseason is the 49ers let a lot of other guys, contributors, guys who contributed to this roster, they let a lot of these guys walk that they haven't done in years past. 
they haven't let as many names walk as they have in the past. However, and this is a big however, the 49ers have spent a lot of draft capital on guys in the last few years that they believe may be ready to fill in in those spots. They really have. And I see Lax Dad all in. Haha, ha, let's go in 2023. I don't think so. I think they're all in right now. I don't think anyone here truly believes that, that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback this upcoming season. I don't believe it. Like, I, there's no part of me that truly believes that is going to be the case. You drafted Trey Lance and moved up last year knowing that he wasn't going to be ready in 2021. He just wasn't going to be ready. But he was probably going to be ready in 2022. He was probably going to take the jump and the leap and develop enough in 2022, by the time he got to 2022 anyway, that your offense was going to at least operate, and if not the same, at a higher level the next season. You made the move for Aaron Banks. Kind of surprised all of us. And they definitely course-corrected but when they drafted him, they had an, an idea in their mind that this guy possibly wasn't going to be ready to go at the start of the season. Aubrey Thomas fills in amicably at the end of the season. Domino Lenore fills in amicably early in the season. Talano Hufanga fills in admirably in the middle of the season when Tart gets injured. The 49ers. The 49ers drafted extremely well in the last round. Jalen Moore steps in for a game and fills in amicably. Tom Compton steps in for Mike McGlinchey. It plays one heck of a season. And they know he's going to get paid the next year and let him walk. So everyone who keeps saying the 49ers aren't all in, they're not all in with a young quarterback. They're just not. They're not giving Trey the things he needs to be successful. Really? George Kittle? Going to get extended? Stone Cold Kittle at WrestleMania? He's he going to get extended. They're going to pay him. Or, he, excuse me, he's already been paid. My bad. My apologies. I meant, I meant to say Debo. One step ahead of myself there. But George Kittle, who's been extended, been paid, doing phenomenal. Debo Samuel, going to get paid. Got to be doing huge things. Brandon Ayuk, spending his entire offseason with Trey Lance, working and developing. Had a horrendous first half of the season and still almost finished with a thousand yards despite the horrendous start to the year. Elijah Mitchell comes out of nowhere. Another late round gem for the 49ers. Surprises everybody. Jawan Jennings, a guy who didn't make the active 53 man roster the year before stranglehold on the wide receiver three position. I keep, I see guys, I see the chat. I see it. I see it. David just said it. David has to say, and there's a weight of 27 million on the bench and he's trash. Trash. He's just trash. It still don't matter. It doesn't matter. If you hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo's $27 million this season and don't free it up, this team is still built to be all in right now with Trey Lance. It's still built to be all in. They're still all in. 
the problem 49ers fans are having right now is it's not the all-in they expect. It's not the all-in that you saw from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Tampa hasn't signed, or excuse me, drafted a bunch of guys and won a Super Bowl. They signed Tom Brady. They signed all these big names. They did it that way. The Rams signed all of these guys. They didn't do it that way. You're looking at two of the last three teams that did it that way. But you're forgetting something. Forgetting something. The teams that have been consistently getting to the Super Bowl haven't been those type of teams. It's been teams like the Patriots who don't necessarily sign the big name guy. Cincinnati just did it drafting and developing players. The Chiefs did it drafting and developing players. The 49ers got there once in 2019 and almost twice this past season drafting and developing players. It's not the version of all-in that, that fans want. Fans want the drafting and developing of players and all of the big names and pushing all the money down the road, kicking the can into the future. 49ers aren't about that. They don't want to do that. That's not what this regime is doing. This regime is building a team to compete right now and 10 years from now, not right now. It's both. They're finding the best way to balance both of those things. And the Niners are all in, I think, twofold this year. Twofold. How can you be all in twice? Well, they're all in and then they're all in with another hand, right? With the same hand playing a different game. The first all in is all in with a young quarterback and Trey Lance with the weapons they have around him with this current roster and trying to win a Super Bowl this upcoming season. The other hand that they're playing is their process. They're all in on how they've done it. Them holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo is, is the telling factor to there. Um, and, and David, I, I've seen you now spam this a couple times, so let's just address this, right? They need to keep developing and drafting. Oh, excuse me, that's that's bomber. Uh, can you please name a position we upgraded, please? Cornerback. Done. It's not even hard. Cornerback. Are they weaker at the nickel spot? Yes, they are weaker at the nickel spot currently. Can they still address that and upgrade it? Absolutely, they can. But the cornerback room is significantly better already right now than it was last season. Already. It's not even close. It's not even close. And I mean, look, people love Trey Sermon. So, I mean, if you really think Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon, and Jermichael Hastie is a, and, and Jeff Wilson Jr. is a bad running back, it hasn't been upgraded, but I don't think it's necessarily downgraded. Raheem Mostert hasn't been available, right? So, I mean, what everyone loves Trey, right? A Trey, it, Trey would be an automatic upgrade at quarterback position, right, David? Like a huge upgrade over Jimmy, right? Can't have your cake and eat it too, man. It's got to be one or the other. Special teams play is definitely improved. Mr. Corey, you're not wrong there either. So, so look, the, the 49ers are 100% all in, but they're all in two ways. They're all in with this roster as it's currently constituted and Trey Lance being the linchpin and, and building the defense in a very similar way, but actually spending money at the cornerback position, which they have not done. All right. And number two is their process. They're all in on their process, not having to overpay. Not having to, to push, put money down the road, putting faith in their coaches, 
their front office, their scouting department. They're all in on their process. They're all in on their philosophy. They're all in on how they build a team. Because if it doesn't work this year, if it doesn't work this year, they have to change something. They have to do something different, slightly different. Right? They're doing something slightly different this year. You can say that they're not, but they did. They paid a cornerback big money. They have not done that. Yes, Richard Sherman got paid, but it wasn't this kind of contract paid. It wasn't this. So they are making changes. And other question marks shot 100%. The 100% there's question marks. Hey, question though. Question. Did we have question marks going into last season? Did we have question marks going into 2019? Did we have question marks going into 2020? We did. Every single one of those years, there were question marks. There were question marks going into every draft at this point, every season with this team, every single year. It's worked out pretty well. It's worked out pretty well despite all of those question marks. <laughs> See David Asloff with the VS. Look, I... No, for some of you, this is a hard sell. And I'm not going to sell a lot of you on this. I'm okay with that. I'm resigned to that thought. And listen, if you're a day one person who's been around this channel for a long time, for a long time, if you've been here since day one, you were here last year, last year at the draft. They are not beats, Jay Hill. They are, they are not beats. No, Steel Series, baby. Steel Series. Steel Series. You want to sponsor the podcast? Feel free, baby. I absolutely love all of your products. All of them. 49ersCutback at gmail.com. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, look, if you've been here since day one, then you know what my feelings were on Trey Lance when they drafted. I understood the pick. See the upside. I get it. I get it. But it wasn't ready, and I wasn't sure if you'd be ready even coming into this season. It ain't about how I feel, though. It's about what the 49ers are doing. The 49ers are doing right now exactly what they've done with Jimmy Garoppolo. There is no difference in terms of how they've built the team. The only difference has been where they've spent the money. With Jimmy, they spent a lot of money on the D-line. Right? A lot of money at the D-line, spent some money on some linebackers as well, and did some other things. This team is spending money at the quarterback position. Didn't sign the big-name D-lineman. Let Arden Key walk. walk. Let DJ Jones walk. Spent money at cornerback. Why? Well, if we don't get after the quarterback, who cares? We got a guy who can do the same thing on the other side, right? Right? Possibly. Upsides there. Potentials there. Possibilities there. All I'm saying is that the 49ers are not doing anything different right now. And, and for me, it's very, it's funny and frustrating at the same time. Right, because I want them to do something a little bit like I want it to feel different. I understand what a lot of people are saying. I understand what a lot of you may be feeling. Right? How could they be all in if they're just doing the same thing, just like tweaking it a little bit? Well, that's what you do. That's when you, what you do when you have a good foundation and something that has a proven track record of getting you to where you need to be. Right? Which is in every single game and in a Super Bowl or darn near close to it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't need to fix it yet. But it's getting, to, it's getting to a point in time, right, where maybe at some point you have to start looking at yourself and what you're doing to be like, hey, uh, 
maybe we got to spend some money on some of these big name guys and push some of that money down the road, right? Get them in here on one, two year deals and avoided year. And let's push some money, you know, two years from now. With a guy who's going to contribute, not named D Ford, right? <laughs> and like a handful of them. They haven't done it yet. But maybe that's because they believe in their process and their process and what they've done so far has gotten them gotten them the two NFC championship games in the last three years. And I mean, I fully believe in 2020, if this team's healthy, they're, they're in the very similar boat, if not the same spot. John Doe says this team not going to the playoffs if they don't load up or land a playmaker who's going to make teams adjust. Is Trey Lance not that guy, Sean? Is Trey Lance not that guy? Is Brandon Ayuk potentially not that guy? Is there still not a draft coming up where they can get that guy? This is what I mean. The 49ers are not doing anything different than what they've done the last few years. They're really not. It's the same formula. The only difference is, is they've changed some of the inputs. Three losing seasons out of five. Stop capping, bro. I'm not capping. There's no cap here. We addressed 2017. The roster was terrible in 2017. Terrible. 2018 roster was better, but you lost your your linchpin, your staple in Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that was going to make the offense tick and keep you in football games. The defense wasn't creating turnovers. That defense wasn't quite there yet. I was getting closer, but it wasn't quite there yet. It was probably a playoff team in 2018 if Jimmy doesn't it doesn't get hurt. 2019, what do you do? All right, you address the D line. All right, you you. Jason, not Jason Verrett, but excuse me, Richard Sherman returns to form. I mean, 2019, you exactly the team you thought you're going to be. 2020, hurt to heck and back. 2021, back in the NFC Championship game. So David Hafsall, if you can talk about, you know, three of the last five years losing seasons, 2017 and 2018, rebuilding team. 2019, come out of nowhere. 2020, 32 plus players on IR. 2021 NFC Championship game. Three of the last five years, you, you were a losing football team. Fair. Those two seasons, though, you were in a Super Bowl and in the NFC Championship game. Which means if things just go differently in a couple of those other seasons, you're probably in a better spot. And let's not also forget 2017, you won five straight at the end of the year. I'm just saying, you don't have to agree. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, you're you're right or or I'm right or you're wrong or I'm wrong. I'm not what I'm saying. But you got to look at this the way the 49ers are looking at this. You have to to look at this through their lens and understand what they're doing. What they're doing is building a a team that can compete now and in the future. They are banking on signing the right guys in free agency. Not just guys, the right guys, spending money the right way, and then drafting and developing talent. Early, middle, and late. Have they hit early? Not always. Have they hit in the middle and late? Absolutely they have. Do they hit with undrafted guys? All the freaking time. You can feel like, hey, they haven't landed a big splashing playmaker. Okay, fine. I read off the free agents in 2017, 2018, and 2019. 
who was the big splashy guy that they landed that was a playmaker. It doesn't exist. That's not where they spend the money to make those guys. Right? They, they, don't, they don't go out and pay those guys. They make those guys. That's what this team does. They make the playmakers. And that's what they're hoping they're going to be able to do with Trey Lance. So they did with Debo Samuel. That's what they did with George Kittle. That's what they did with Elijah Mitchell last year. You can like it or not, but the 49ers are all in. They are 100% all in. And they believe that they're all in. And they haven't done anything, anything at all whatsoever that would signal to anyone in the locker room, anyone on their coaching staff, or their owner, or Trey, that they're not all in. They just haven't gotten rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. That's it. That's all that has happened. And that's why the fan base believes, believes that they're not all in. That's why the fan base believes that they're not behind Trey. They don't support Trey. They don't believe in Trey. No, that's not what it is. The 49ers are betting on themselves. They're betting on their scouting department. They're betting on the guys they have already in the room. They're betting on all of those things. And you know what? At the end of this season, we're either a lot of people are going to be either biting their tongue or the 49ers are going to have to look at the formula and look at how they've gone about trying to build a Super Bowl team and bring that sixth Lombardi trophy to San Francisco. And they're going to have to address it. One of the two. One of the two. And in all honesty, if we don't win a Super Bowl this year, I, I, would, I would be sitting here not feeling that way. Be feeling like, man, if we got close and lost an NFC Championship game, I'll be pissed. But man, oh man, Trey Lance, ooh man, boy oh boy did he show me. Because I didn't think he'd be able to get us to that point. At this, at this stage of his career, with how much development he still has to do. I really didn't. I really, really didn't. Uh, oh, man. Okay, well, David, that, that, uh, you got, yeah, that, that, that got deleted. I, I don't know. Uh, when you have dead money as a backup, you can't say they're all in. Yes, you can. I just did. I just said it. I did. They're all in. Sorry. They are. They are. They're 100% all in. They're all in on Trey Lance. They value whatever they're going to get back from Jimmy Garoppolo. And if no one's going to give them what they value, then they're going to hold on to him just in case something happens to Trey. Why? That way they can still be all in with this team. Because Jimmy has gotten you to two NFC Championship games. Two of them. Dose. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Highly contested, highly contested topic. And not a lot of people believe it, and I get it. I understand. I get the doubts. You're not wrong for having doubts. But if you look at what San Francisco has done over the past four or five years, it's the same. It's the same thing. Nobody said that they would, that no one would have said that they weren't all in in 2019, 2020, and 2021. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have, especially last season. The trade for Trey Lance. Nobody thought that this team wasn't all in. It felt like this team was going all in, right? You're moving up and getting a quarterback. They're getting a quarterback. Whether or not that guy plays or not this year, I mean, you, you're getting a quarterback, and we'll see what happens. A lot of people question Jim, the Jimmy Garoppolo playing over Trey Lance. Oh, you're not all in because you're not playing Trey. And he gets an NFC Championship game. 
they're pretty much all in. Things were dire middle of the season. Jimmy wrote the ship, the team wrote the ship, and look where you end up. Uh, you can't be all in with a new chick when you still bang in your old chicks as HR. HR. I'm not saying they're all in with their new chick. I'm saying they're all in on this roster. It feels like Trey Lance is the guy they're going to be all in with. But you can't sit there and say that if Jimmy Garoppolo were the quarterback, right? There are people who, who love Jimmy. Let's not, let's not get this mixed up. There are fans that, that love Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Love him. I think he's been treated unfairly, and there's some warrant to that, and there's some not warrant to that as well because they ignore other, other details and things. But here's what we know, right? Jimmy Garoppolo got to the NFC Championship game with the roster that we're going to have pretty much, I mean, other than a couple of pieces missing. It's, it's going to be a very similar roster. If, if that was all in for Jimmy, right, then, then how wouldn't this be all in for Trey? We all think that, a lot of people think, and I, myself included, that especially when Trey, you know, demonstrates he is the guy that we all think he could be, that with the weapons we currently have, right, the offense takes a step to the next level. That Trey elevates it to some place we haven't seen yet. I'm just saying. The Niners are all in with this group. They're 100% all in. And they're being patient. Because they didn't need the $25 million from Jimmy Garoppolo right now in order to be able to make the moves necessary to keep this team intact and keep them competitive and get them right back to the same spot. They felt they could go get the guys and they could draft the guys necessary in order to make that the case. And so far... They've done exactly what they've done the last, the last four years. And two of those years ended with an NFC Championship game. And Coach Ant, you were right. Jimmy did handle everything with class, and I saw that from, uh, I think that was Sean. Jimmy handled everything like a total pro and with 100% class. He 100% did. And Trey got to learn from that. Trey got to look at that every day, how to handle himself and act as a pro, right? how to carry yourself in that locker room, and how to get those guys in that locker room to believe in you despite limitations you may have. And Trey has very, well, not very little. Let's just go with, he's got less potential limitations than Jimmy Garoppolo physically. It's everything else that Trey Lance is trying to show everyone he can do in order to, to elevate the room. The Niners are rolling. That's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll leave it at that. The 49ers are 100% all in. I truly do believe this. After looking at the past few years, what they've done in free agency, how they've gone about addressing this room, there is no part of me that sits here right now and looks at you and says, yeah, I don't, I don't think they believe in Trey. I don't think they think they're going to win a Super Bowl this year. I think they're just, eh, just kind of kicking the can down the road. I, I, think they're, I think they're all in. I think they believe this team can get it done. I really do. Could be sitting here. This could be featured on Big Yikes. Middle of the season. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, Cutback Crew? Make sure you're voting in the poll right now. I see 60% saying no, 40% saying yes, a 62 votes too. That's, what I, that's actually, actually a little bit closer than I thought. I thought it was going to be like 80% no. Legitimately thought that it was going to be like 80% no. So the fact that it's not, I'll, I'll take that. I like that. I like that. It's a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be. I think the fact that we uh, that we still have Jimmy shows no matter what they say, Shanahan and Lynch do not trust Lance. I don't think so, Matt. I think the, the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo and the shoulder surgery and all of that, 
uh, really threw a wrench in their plans. It made it impossible for them to move him for the value they wanted to get for him. And because they weren't going to get what they wanted for him and get the value back in return that they desired for Jimmy Garoppolo, that they believe he could command, they were like, oh, okay. You think we'll just cut him? <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Do I think that they wanted to do, th do it this way? No, I don't think they wanted to do it this way. But again, want and need are, are two different things. 49ers needed to fill out the 90-man roster and needed to add depth in certain places. And they did that. They did all the things they needed to do. They may have wanted to be able to spend more money and bring in more guys, but circumstances, circumstances dictated otherwise. Jimmy needing to have surgery because rehab wasn't going to cut it dictated otherwise. And rather than panic and do something drastic, like cutting Jimmy Garoppolo and really only freeing up $8 million because of his injury clause and the guarantee there, they were like, eh, $8 million? We don't need that. Not right now, anyway. We can do other things. We're going to see, man. We're going to see how this plays out and how this pans out. Uh, the draft is, is going to be a very interesting situation as well because there's still a lot of guys and a lot of names they could bring in to do some different stuff. Uh, who's buying me a beer at the draft party? Jay Hill, I will be getting you for sure a beer at the draft party, my guy. And hopefully other members of the Cutback crew are as well. If you have not heard, if you haven't heard already, you haven't heard one of the plugs, you haven't seen it on one of our socials, we are going to be having a draft party, day two watch party, at Back Alley Brewery in Galt, California, April 29th, 4 to 8 p.m. Four hours, we're going to be streaming uh, free entry, so you don't need to worry about paying to get in. Uh, no, no paying to get in. Uh, no really paying for a whole lot of anything other than Good beer, 20, 20 different beers on tap. Food, there's going to be lumpia and tacos there. Um, there's restaurants all around as well. So if you're like, hey, I hate lumpia. Hey, I absolutely hate tacos. Uh, Ant is rolling over, cringing and crying in his grave right now for you having said that. But at the end of the day, uh, that's fine. There's other restaurants around. You'll be able to get some food, come back in, celebrate, have fun with us. Uh, watch what the 49ers are doing on day two of the NFL draft. On top of, on top of 50-50 raffle, uh, as well as... Uh, probably going to be a cornhole tournament. We're, we're getting, working on getting that set up. For sure going to be a beer pong tournament. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun there. You're not going to want to miss that. April 29th, 4 to 8 p.m. at Back Alley Brew in Galt, California. So if you're in the Northern California area, come on by. For real. Come on by. Ken Martin there too. I just saw that. We have core. We have a core and depth. Um, and they've always had a core. And they've always tried to, tried to add depth. All right, Lex. All right, Lex, Dad. All right, Lex, Dad. And can get on board with that most likely. A absolutely can get on board with that. Um, but no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, are you mad, bro? No, HR, I'm not. No madness there. N not mad about that. Everyone's allowed to to feel whatever they want about Lumpian tacos. I disagree with you completely, but hey, it's all good. It's all good, my guy. If you hate Lumpia, please root for another team, says Matthew Raleigh. Well, there you go. HR, you and Matthew can debate that in the comments section right now about the Lumpia and the tacos. All good there. Uh, but look, I'm going to I'm gonna take a quick second here. I'm going I'm to step away for just, just a second. Not, not too long. Uh, but you know what? We, we got to let you know what's coming up on this channel. So Monday, obviously, we have the fan-controlled mock draft. You're not going to want to miss that. 5 p.m. Pacific time right here on YouTube. Right here on YouTube where you, Cutback Crew, are going to get to make all of the decisions uh, and choose and determine how the mock draft goes the whole stream everything that we do you're in control of that's a monday that was the trailer before this live stream letting you know monday april 29th tomorrow 
5 p.m. Pacific time, you're going to be able to, to control the mock draft and what happens, the fan control mock draft. It's one of our favorite things that we do on this channel. Definitely one of our more interactive streams. However, that's not the only thing that we got coming up. In fact, this Wednesday, we have a brand new show debuting on the channel. And uh, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe we should just let you check it out. Select. 49ers War Room coming this Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, with a few faces that you might know. Obviously, myself, obviously, and I don't know, maybe a couple other gentlemen. Maybe a couple of other gentlemen. Maybe a couple other content creators on the platform for the 49ers. I'm just, I'm just saying. Maybe that's going to be happening Monday, and maybe tomorrow during the fan-controlled mock draft, you should tune in and be paying attention because I'm, maybe there's going to be a, a release trailer or something. There might be. What's that, editor? Yeah, well, hold on. Where are you at? Oh, you're over there. Why are you sitting over there tonight? You're almost always on the you're on the other side. Excuse me, that side. That's where you're. All right, I'm just. All right, whatever, whatever. 49ers War Room, Wednesday, 5 p.m. You don't want to miss that. You really, really don't. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of things we're going to be doing. And Android user, you are correct, my guy. A new show live live right here 5 p.m pacific time here on youtube you're not going to want to miss that 49ers war room is going to be phenomenal it's going to be fantastic uh lou here i'm seeing lou just hopped, in, hopped into the chat how you doing my guy day oneer uh, the o-line has too many question marks um maybe 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 here's the thing though we, we went through the list of names you know what the niners haven't done in free agency the last four years signed big name linemen in free agency They've traded or drafted, guys. That's what they've done. They've traded or drafted. And guess what? They drafted a handful, a couple last year. They did. They took Aaron Banks in the second round. They drafted Jalen Moore, who filled in amicably for Trey, uh, for Trent Williams, excuse me, at left tackle. They got to be high on him. They're going to be high on Aaron Banks. He went from not on the, on the active roster at the start of the year to on the active playoff roster at the end of the season. All the comments from John Lynch indicate and dictate that, you know, hey, we feel really good about this guy's development and where he's going to be. And it seems like they expected him to be a developmental guy, much like Trey Lance, that if you have to count on him, fine. But if we don't have to count on him in 2021, whew, good, we'll be able to get him ready for 2022. I know that that makes people say, hey, question marks, but they may not be looking at it the same way. And that's what I'm trying to get at here with with this, why the 49ers are all in. They're not viewing this the same way the fan base is. The fan base is sitting here going, you have to bring in guys that we know what, you, what they can do, right? Like, there's no, how do you, you want us to be excited about Aaron Banks? I haven't seen anything from Aaron Banks that makes me get excited. You want me to get excited about Trey Lance? Some people will, and some people are like, uh, no. How can I get excited about this? It's a question at best, whether or not he's going to be that kind of player. We've seen it already from a couple of people in chat. Right? Like, that's that's how this feels. But the 49ers have done this. This is how they've built this roster. And as of right now, you've gotten to two NFC Championship games in two of the last three years. 
they're not sitting here looking at this going, hey, we got to completely overhaul the formula. It's not working. They're sitting here going, just two NFC championship games in, in three years. And this last one was three points. It was three points. We do a little bit better. We're right back in the Super Bowl. We're right back in the Super Bowl. We can get it. We can do it. We can do that. And the team that was in the Super Bowl that the Rams faced, we beat that team in the regular season. Just saying. Just saying. And Jay Ella using his seven-month super chat. My goodness gracious. Seven-month member here on the cutback. Uh, new shows coming out. The cutback crew growing, going, uh, growing strong and going strong. Always enjoy the content, boys. Hey, man. We appreciate it. And, and you know what? Channel members like you, Jay Ellie, who are, you know, monthly members over here who get, you know, uh, you know, early access to some videos. You guys get some some stuff with the Madden gameplay as well. Um, and, and, you know, all the members only live streams that we do as well. I mean, look, it, stuff like this helps us be able to continue promoting and putting out new ideas. Uh, it really does. You know, we, everything that we're making right now on this channel is going right back into content. It's not going into pockets and lining anybody up. Like we're we're all about growth right now. We're trying to grow this thing as much as we possibly can. Uh, and I see Coach Austin and 49ers Cutback are the best 49ers channel on YouTube. Hit that like and subscribe, my nine brother and sisters. Please do. And Coach Austin, we appreciate that, man. We really, really do appreciate that. The support we get from the Cutback crew uh, consistently. Uh, top to bottom here on YouTube, traditional podcast platforms over on Patreon. Our channel members here as well. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and channel members also have all those cool emojis that you see in the nice little tags next to their name. Right? They, they get better ways to, to express themselves in chat. So, you know, you want some emojis and we're always looking to add more and, and do more things and expand and doing more shows. Um, you know, you guys want to be able to, to participate and partake in all of that. Please do hop on over to Patreon. Uh, support us right here on YouTube with the channel membership. And, and if you don't have the ability to, that's a-okay. Just being here, commenting, liking the video, sharing it with the rest of the Cutback crew on your socials, that kind of stuff helps as well. Uh, comment section here, especially on YouTube, man, it, it does wonderful. Wonderful for the algorithm and really pumps out the content. I love your passion, Alex. Thanks, Lou. And Ant, I appreciate that as well, my guy. Look, I, I'm passionate about this team. I'm passionate about this sport. Um, and I'm passionate about this front office. Because as a 49ers fan who didn't get to grow up in the glory days of the San Francisco 49ers and the, the magic of Joe Montana and 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 bill walsh right i didn't get to experience that i got the end of it i got the end of it i've seen one super bowl in my lifetime and i was a baby i've experienced nothing but heart heartbreak with this team nothing but heartbreak i watch what this organization this front office is doing right now and i have hope i have faith i believe it feels like we're going in the right direction is it exactly the way that I want it to go all the time? No. Is it all the moves that I personally would make? No. But I also am not a general manager, right? I'm, I'm a guy sitting at home talking about the 49ers, right? I'm not, not getting paid millions of dollars to spend millions of dollars. So, yeah, my opinion's my opinion. And, you know, I feel certain ways and I want them to do certain things and I want them spending a bunch of money, but it's not my money to, to spend really easy to sit here right behind a microphone in front of a camera and talk about how I would spend more money. I would, I would, I would have paid Bobby Wagner. I would go out and pay money and make sure Julio gets here. Sign Stefan Gilmore right now, move E-Man into the slot problem solved. Right. Really easy to sit there and say that. It's also a lot easier to, to say that knowing that it'll never happen. 
it's a whole other thing entirely to to sit back and take a look at what the Niners have done and really try and dive into and digest why they're doing what they're doing and why it's no different than they've than anything else that they've done and how the things that they have done have put them in in a spot that they're in now where two of the last three years you're almost winning a Super Bowl and how if you just make one different decision or draft one player it could be the difference and Jack, I see this here, man, with a with a five dollar super check. Here's to your hard work and dedication to bringing the faithful great information. Uh, always feel positive after your guys' shows. Always level headed. We try to be. Um, and look, I've been very passionate tonight. Hey yo, I've been extremely passionate tonight, right? Definitely going out on a limb and putting something out there that could very very easily end up on big yikes later this year on Patreon especially if the 49ers tank on the season. And that's okay, because it really doesn't matter to me about being right. Uh, Ant and I have said this. We don't care so much about being right, so much as trying to understand what's going on and why they're doing what they're doing. Just trying to understand it. We can all have an opinion on whether or not it's right or wrong. But we got to try to understand why they're doing what they're doing. Right? They've hit on fifth round draft picks. They've hit on third and fourth round picks. So yeah, you don't have a first round pick this year, but they have drafted guys who have had huge impacts for this team almost immediately in the third, fourth, and fifth round. And at a high level. They're, not, they're definitely not looking at this draft class and being like, yeah, we can't find that here. There's nothing here. There's nothing available. Can't do it. They definitely think there's a couple of guys in this draft, late in this draft, that they can bring in that could have potentially immediate impact. Who those guys are, we'll find out. We're going to find out. And I see Rome 33 almost. Horseshoes and hand grenades is the only place that matters. I mean, yeah, you're right, because you don't have to be perfect, right? And horseshoes or hand grenades to score points and win. Don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect on the football field. You just have to be a little bit better. Just a little bit better. And guess what? You The easy way, right, is to spend a bunch of money and bring in a bunch of different guys. But it's a risk because there are plenty of teams that spend a lot of money in free agency every single year that don't win a Super Bowl, that don't get better, that are consistently drafting in the top 10 every year for the last decade. Just because you spend money doesn't guarantee that it will work out in your favor. And the 49ers have shown that the formula right now is you spend money, but you spend it on certain guys. You spend it on the right guys. Not just anyone, specific players. And if you do that, well, things can work out in your favor. Uh, and, and I see here, Jeff's KC said Chiefs. Uh, are you saying you're just a Chiefs fan? Or are you talking about the Chiefs spending money? The Chiefs got in the position they got into by drafting players. Not money in free agency, drafting. Patch, patch, pa Patriots, as, as I call them, the Patriots. Same thing, drafting guys. Developing their talent. Cincinnati, drafting, developing their talent. They're spending money in free agency now, but they have it. They had 60 plus million. Uh, and and I see here, Vegeta7328, where is the poll? It's in the live chat. So usually when you open up the live chat, man, it should just pop right up. 
it should just pop right up. If it doesn't, uh, try reloading the page. You click off really quick, quick click back in, um, then go right to the live chat. It's usually in the live chat area. Um, if you're finding it great, let me know. I'm a fan. Oh, so look, I, I think this is a, I think this is an interesting time. I think it's an interesting time. I think this is a, a crazy time for 49ers fans, especially since the Niners didn't do what everyone expected them to do. Um, but look, at, at the end of the day, they haven't done anything different. And I'm excited. I'm excited about it. The Chiefs have the quarterback and the coach. We'll see. Um, they do. They do. Uh, so if Trey is certainly, if Trey is a certainty, then we have to assume that Jimmy will either be traded or cut. No third option? I don't think so, Android. I don't know if cutting is actually an option. Cutting seems like the smart option, especially if Trey is ready, right? But who, who is the guy that you're going to sign with all of that money? You would think it's the Debo extension, right? You would think it's the Debo extension. But I don't know. The Niners don't have to extend Debo. They could, they could franchise tag him. They could franchise tag him. They really could. Again, would that be the thing I would do if I was a 49ers? Heck no. Heck no. Get him signed. But you don't have to. You can use the franchise tag. And it really doesn't feel like Jimmy Garoppolo is getting cut. Feels like he's getting traded between, you know, end of the NFL draft and the trade deadline somewhere in there. Or he's going to be a quarterback on the roster. And David Hasselhoff is probably, you know, punch throwing his phone. Ever see you in, that, in public house? If I see that stupid face, Alex, I'm going to punch you right in that big schnoz of yours. And you know what? I don't shoot the messenger, but I'm just saying. It doesn't feel like the Niners are going to cut Jimmy Garoppolo. It really doesn't. Now, Gary Dodson witnessed the Walsh Montana dynasty. A candlestick was there for the catch. Eddie D was the man who's passionate. Nephew Jed isn't passionate. He's been, he's been a counter. No bueno. Uh, look, there was a time where I would have hundred percent agreed with that. Gary hundred percent would have agreed with what you just said, but I've seen the evolution from Jed. I've seen a guy who thought what he needed to do was be super involved in everything. Right. Uh, you know, I need to assert myself. I need to be in the room. I need to be present. I need to do it exactly the way Eddie did it, right? Be over. I want to be involved. I want to make sit. all of these things. Nope, that didn't work. It created a rift between him and Harbaugh. He sided with the GM bulky that blew up in the 49ers face. Yes. Yes. You hired a, a fart making machine and meat sweat gentleman and Jim Tomasula. That didn't work out well. Made an emergency hire and Chip Kelly. That didn't work out well. And you course corrected with Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch. And what happened when he course corrected? He brought in a, a young head coach who's, you know, green, green in terms of experience as a head coach. Let him pick the general manager, someone that he knew those two would work well together. And he has stayed out of, you know, being in the room for decisions, being in the room for personnel. Like he, he is letting them do their job and he's communicating with them and he's on the same page as them. All, all of those things. I've seen growth from jet growth. There was a time though, Gary, where I a hundred percent thought that exact thing right there though. 
that you said. Uh, so is that why he's keeping Jimmy? I, I don't know. I think the reason they're keeping Jimmy is they're keeping Jimmy because they value him. They value what he brings to your locker room. They value the stability that he brings in terms of leadership. Uh, they value the fact that the team elevates and plays well around him. Some people argue they the team has to elevate and play around him because he's hot garbage. He's trash. But Jimmy, that team elevates around Jimmy Garoppolo. The team has a value for him. Someone's not going to pay it. I don't think they're going to move off of it. That doesn't mean they don't believe in Trey. It just, mean, it just means that they believe. They believe that Jimmy is worth more to the 49ers on the roster than just giving him away. $27 million in all. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, if he's on the roster as a backup, the locker room won't have stability. Vegeta, it doesn't feel like that would be the case, but you don't know that. Jimmy has been a consummate pro professional throughout this whole thing. And if Jimmy is still on the roster, it is going to be, it is going to be a quarterback battle. And if Jimmy Garoppolo loses that position battle to Trey Lance, Jimmy is not going to throw a fit. Because throwing a fit is not going to get him a job somewhere else. It's not. Now, he could lose that quarterback battle and, and the Niners could cut him. But it doesn't feel like that's what they're going to do. And Gary said, nobody's buying Jimmy outside of Levi, though. Right now, they're not, but that may be because of the injury. It might be the shoulder. And I'm not going to say it might be. I'm just going to say it is. That's what it is. Teams are waiting to see what the shoulder is. You're not going to pay, pay for damaged goods. Uh, you're not going to pay until he can pass a physical. So why even negotiate? Who knows? Uh, in all fairness, Jed wanted Josh McDaniels, but he said no. Thank God, LOL, McDaniels so overrated. I'm surprised that McDaniels actually accepted a job and showed up, says Coach Ant, and Ant is not wrong either. I was actually surprised that, that that was the job he took. The Raiders' job did not feel like the right job. It really didn't. Uh, we need an explosive edge other than Bosa and a shutdown cornerback other side of uh, Traverius and a wide receiver burner, says Ken Martin. Um, I, I like Emmanuel Mosley opposite. I would love Emmanuel Mosley in the slot as well. So if you can upgrade... Uh, someone on the outside opposite of Emmanuel, uh, opposite of Javarius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley can slide inside, then, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Definitely would be all for it, my guy. Uh, my like button is bleeding, says Gary. Hit that like button. Gary's not wrong. That like button, uh, it, it needs to kick up. We're at 35 right now. 35 at this point in time. Uh, make sure that you uh, hit that thing. Let's, let's get this thing up to 49. Let's get 49 likes for the 49ers. Whether or not you believe they're going all in or not, 49 likes for the 49ers. Hit that like button right now. A good insight, I like your passion. Look, I, I'm, I'm just calling it as I've seen it from this team. What we've seen the last four or five years from this group under Shanahan and Lynch. They're making the same moves and doing very similar things to what they've, what they've been doing. Um, they have not changed how they've built this roster. They've tweaked the formula, but they haven't changed it. They don't spend a, a lot of money in free agency on bringing in guys that haven't been a part of the culture they've built. They've spent a lot of money re-signing guys. Um, that's what they've done. Keeping the players in-house that are cornerstone pieces, developing talent, using good draft capital, and trading for guys. Trading for guys and bringing guys in. Um, you know, The big trade that would have happened or that we all thought was going to happen this year was dealing Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, that hasn't happened. 
It really has. So, I mean, can it still happen? Absolutely. Absolutely can. Just a matter of will it. Uh, Panthers can't roll into the year with Donald and PJ Walker. Could address it in the draft. If Jimmy not, maybe, maybe if not, Jimmy may be an option. You're right, Ant. Um, you're right. Donald and uh, PJ Walker are not a solution at quarterback. You don't want to roll into that uh, this upcoming season. No, no player on that team is going to honestly, truly believe. Look at looking at the, either of those two guys. That hey, we're trying to win. We're trying to do it. Uh, no one on the, in the Panthers is going to be believing, believing that with those two guys. So, if you don't get a guy, if you don't draft a guy, a quarterback early in that first round or middle first round that can you know compete or come in and take that spot, then. The Panthers are a landing spot, and Jimmy Garoppolo may have himself a trade suitor, and the Niners may get exactly what they want out of this. Remember saying we should keep Jimmy as a backup last week when I was watching the show, and it turns out I was right. Hashtag let's go, says Joseph. It's looking like it right now. Has anyone on here that uh, has anyone on here kept saying another edge rusher is needed? Uh, watch Samson Ebicom once he became the starter last season, including the playoffs where he had two and a half sacks. Samson Ebicom developed all season long. And I think that's part of the reason why, again, I think the 49ers didn't feel like they needed a guy opposite of Bosa. I think they would would have wanted to add an explosive edge rushing guy because maybe you can move Sanson Ebicom onto the inside on pass rushing downs, third downs, things like that. Um, the Niners don't need to add one. I think they want to. And I think everyone, every 49ers fan, a lot of people wanted to, especially with some of the names that were available. Um, the Niners can definitely still do that in the draft. They definitely can. Uh, thank you for sticking to your guns. I highly disagree, but I respect that you're sticking to it. Hey, Vegeta, I appreciate that, man. And I appreciate you sticking to yours. Um, you know, this this is this is nice. It's nice being able to have these conversations and get people's viewpoints and perspectives on this. It really is. Because I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm right. I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that I'm right. Uh, uh, as everyone knows, and as I uh, when I was coaching uh, basketball, when I was coaching high school basketball, when I was coaching high school football as well, uh, I used to tell people that all the time. Uh, when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I'm going to own it. Um, but I'll never come out and just say that my way is the only way because it's not. Uh, it's not the only way to think about this. It's not the only way to look at this. There are hundreds of different ways, thousands of different ways, probably millions of different ways in all honesty. But I, I, my, my piece, I brain can't handle the amount, the scope that would that would require me to understand millions of different ways to view this and look at the 49ers and how they're building a roster. But I'm but I'm just saying, right, like there, there are tons of different ways to look at this and view this and feel about this. I don't think there's any one way or one right way to feel about it. I think there's a lot. Um, I think at the end of the day, we all want, we all want the San Francisco 49ers to end up back in the playoffs and end up at a, at a Super Bowl, right? That six Lombardi trophy. We all want that. The Niners want that. Kyle Shanahan wants his first. Jed York wants to get his first as an owner. John Lynch wants to get one. Everyone on this roster wants the Super Bowl. Everyone does. And they believe, the, they believe in the guys in the building. So we're going to see. I saw, too, someone had asked earlier, and I forget who it is. I apologize for missing on They said, you know, could the Niners go after Christian Watson in the draft? They could, but I think they'd have to trade up to get him. I think they're going to have to trade up to get him. Um, and the Niners showed last year that they were willing to trade up and move around in the draft to try and get guys that they wanted. If Christian Watson is one of those guys, then that may be what they do. It may be what they do. And Jag with a $5 super chat. We have the best roster in the NFC. If Trey is ready, he can lead us deep in the playoffs. No doubt. No doubt about it. I'm going to drink a beer in honor of Gore, says Jag. 
Uh, yeah, everyone. I'm, I'm, it's not a beer. It's agua. But to Frank Gore, everything he did for the San Francisco 49ers, going to be retiring a 49er at some point this year. Cheers to you, my guy. Enjoy retirement. Um, everything. Everything that you did uh, as a 49er fan growing up, getting to watch Frank Gore do what he did. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal, man. Frank Gore. Uh, one, of, one of the best ones to put it on in San Francisco at that position. There are a lot of great running backs in San Francisco's history. Uh, Frank Gore did a lot for this organization, this team. You couldn't make it without someone bringing up Christian, Wa Christian Watson. Has Gilmore come up yet? Uh, no. Stephon Gilmore has not come up yet. Mr. Corey. Uh, Christian Watson is going to be linked to San Francisco. Uh, in a shocking turn of events, a lot of great players are linked to San Francisco and the 49ers. Stunning, I know. Absolutely stunning. Uh, some people are still trying to float Cleveland as an option because Watson might be suspended a while. Um, I, I think the, the Cleveland Browns are in a very similar boat to the 49ers with Baker. Baker coming off of a shoulder injury. Baker has $18 million cap hit. Um, the, the Browns can't really just eat that money. Someone else has to eat it. And I don't think anyone wants to. The trade rumor offer coming out for Baker Mayfield apparently was uh, Baker and a fifth for a fourth round pick. And I don't know if they want to do that. I don't know if Cleveland wants to give up a pick and Baker uh, to move up one round. I don't think they want to do that. I, I just don't know if they do. Um, so the, the Cleveland Browns might be in an actually worse position than Jimmy Garoppolo because you don't have a stabilizing locker presence, locker room presence there in Baker Mayfield. That isn't a guy who's going to rally the troops around. Him. Really not. Uh, he, he doesn't elevate the room. He doesn't elevate his team. We've seen that consistently. Odell Beckham left and looked better with the Rams. Not good for Baco. Not good for Baco. For Baker, excuse me. They looked, uh, a, uh, they looked at a lot of edges, talked to more edges than any other position, said Ken Martin, and Ann says bingo. Uh, you're right, they did. They did. Need to retire 21 also, Mark. I don't think they'll do that. I'll de I'll, 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 I don't know if they'll do that. The Niners have tried to stay away from retiring numbers. They got a lot of numbers retired already. I've been reading a lot of fan wanting to package Jimmy to Carolina for Brian Burns. Do you think that's even doable, said Dan? Uh, something that Brad at S the SF Niners has put out. Um, he's been pushing that really, really heavy. Um, we'll see. They could. They could package Jimmy for a player. We've been saying this for a while. Uh, Jimmy for a player makes sense if it's the right player. If it's the right player, it makes sense. Burns might be, might be that guy. Um, and it looks like the, the Panthers may not want to extend him either. And, and sign them to a long-term deal. So if they don't want to do that, San Francisco is a landing spot. Um, he'd be coming in in the last year of his contract, and the Niners are also on Samson Ebicom's last year of his contract, and he could have a situation where they look at both guys and see who the best option is going forward. We'll see. We'll see. Gore Waters, Craig Hurst. F. Roger, Craig says Jay Hill. Jesus, Jay. Come on, man. If Watson wasn't available at 61, which other receiver would you target? Uh, that's hard, right? Because if Watson's not available at 61, I, it depends on the rest of the draft, right? Like, uh, I love me Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce is pretty phenomenal. Pretty fantastic. But if, Alec, if a guy like Alec Pierce is available there at 61, you have to think there's going to be some other guys. It's going to be some other names at some other positions. Probably Edge. Maybe O-line. Maybe a safety. Jalen Petrie. Everyone's pretty high on him. People are really loving that. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I really don't. Why so late? I have to get up at 4 a.m., Tommy. I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry, Tommy. I can't believe I've done this. I can't believe I've done this to you, my guy. Cannot believe I've done this. Oh. Uh, what did Roger Craig do? Well, he did cost us the Super Bowl. He did fumble versus the Giants in the 90 NFC Championship game. So, I mean, there's, there's that. Jay Hill hit it. I saw Jay Hill said earlier he wanted me to acknowledge that he's been on the podcast. Yes, Jay Hill has been on the podcast. 49ers face-off. 49ers face-off. If you didn't watch that during the season, go back and watch it. Spicy, spicy conversations between me and, me and Mr. Jay Hill. Very spicy. Very spicy indeed. <laughs> Jalen Waddle says, look, I, I, John Mechie also. John Mechie, potentially. I know he's been sliding down boards, and I've seen him also been going up recently as well on a lot of draft boards. I just saying. Christian Watson with pick 61, book it, said Tommy. I don't know if he'll be there at 61, man. I think you got to trade up. I think you got to trade up from 61 in order to make that happen. Cost us, uh, cost us a three-peat. That's what hurts so much. You know. The fumble didn't help. Fumble didn't help. Oh, here, here, hold on, here's one. Oh, okay, hold on, cutbacker. All right, hold on. What new poll? A new poll, cutbacker. We have to do a new poll. I got to end that one. This will be good. This one ought to be good. Uh, this this one uh, hmm. just 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 give me a second here oh hmm uh, mr craig or okay here we go for the cutback crew <laughs> which fumble hurt worse Hurt worse, Roger Craig's or Kyle Williams? Oh, now day oneers, OGs, guys who have who have been watching the 49ers for a long time, right? Pre millennial, pre Gen Zers, all that fun nonsensical terms, whatever they use for them. I, I have a feeling most of you are going to say, um, Mr. Roger Craig's, Roger Craig's in the night, in the ninety, the three, because it costs you three peat, right? But I think a lot of new fans, not a lot of millennial fans, the Gen Zers of those guys in the in the early born in the nineties, I think the Kyle Williams one is gonna hurt a lot more. I really do. And already ten votes in, Kyle Williams is at seventy percent. Kyle Williams is already at seventy percent. So vote, 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 vote on that. I'm interested to see the faithful and the cutback crew, what they're saying there. Because I, look, I it's Craig because that was a lock to win. You're not wrong. It, it was a lock to win. It, it was a lock to win. But you also had, you were coming off of back-to-back -back Super Bowls, right? Like, you had already won two. That third one stings. It really hurts. You'd have done something that no one's ever done before. But there was a long stretch there. I mean, after, after Steve Young's Super Bowl win, there was a long stretch there. And Kyle Williams, ooh, that one hurt, man. That one stung. Three P failing cut me deep, said Ant. Coach Ant. That's true. Uh, <laughs> worst Jimmy pick says HR. Who's the worst Jimmy pick? HR. I want to hear from you on that. Who is it? Who is it? Wrong. He held them to a punt after Craig fumbled, and the Giants got a fake punt. I'm 47 and watch both. There you go, said Mr. Core. I'm an OJ, and I say Williams said Tommy Huxley. This is interesting. It's getting close now. It's getting close now. 16 votes in and the numbers have come down. Blame Harbaugh for that one, said Jay Hill. Do we blame Harbaugh or is it just unfortunate that Ted Giddy gets hurt? Probably both. 
He did fumble twice. He did fumble twice. Oh, Tommy, it's so hard. That one was devastating. Because that felt like that was the team, right? That team felt like it was, that was, that was it. Oh, it just felt like it was. Jimmy's last pass this year. I mean, was Jimmy's last pass this year? Was that, that was that bad? It hit Jermichael Hasty right in the hands. Look, it, it, was, it was silly, right? Take the sack and live to fight another day. You still got forced down. But, ugh. I don't know about that, man. Blame Balky for having dra to for having Brett Swain as the third wide receiver. That right there, and that right there, Brett freaking Swain. I'm 41, and I say Williams at NYC 10:38. The Williams one hurt, man. It really did hurt. It's like a gut punch that came out of nowhere. And that team was rolling. It felt like everything was going their way. Oh. Okay, is Green Bay pick then? I mean, look, you you can. Uh, Jimmy interceptions which Jimmy pick. I mean, Jimmy picks. They're all bad, right? Like they're all bad, but picks are picks. Picks are picks. Every quarterback throws picks. Brett, Brett Favre threw, throws, had, th has thrown more picks than any quarterback in NFL history. And he's a hall of famer. Hey, yo. You get hung up on one play. You're going to, you're going to miss the other thing. You're going to miss the other stuff. Uh, thoughts on Pierre Strong or Max Borgie? Good night, said Jack. Uh, look, I think Max Borgie's got some potential. I, I like Pierre Strong as well. Ant and I both like him. And there'll, there'll be a time where we're talking about Pierre Strong. But Max Borgie is an interesting one just because there's a lot of stuff there, but he's very limited. He, is a, he feels like a third down back. Um, and I don't know how much of a fit he's going to be in San Francisco with what he likes to do and what he does. Um, I think they would rather go with a guy that they've they've already looked at and developed in a, in, in Jamichael Hasty. I don't know how much of an upgrade Max Borgie is over Jamichael Hasty already. Um, and there's a good chance Max Borgie might not even get drafted. We'll see. We'll see. My coach always told me uh, told me if the ball hits your hands, you better catch it. Hasty should have caught. Hasty should have caught it. It did go right through his hands. It did go right through his hands. That's all I'm saying. It did. Okay, she left that part. I don't, I don't know. Uh, got, got a home NFC Championship game delivered to us, and that scrub Kyle Williams fumble led to the game-winning field goal. Craig's fumble didn't end the game, and it was a hit by Lawrence Taylor. That's true. I like Pierre Strong. Max Borgie, way too stiff. No hips, hip flexibility, said Ant. So there you go. There you go, Jack. There it is. Uh, what more would Jimmy G have to do to make it to the Hall of Fame? I mean, Jimmy Jimmy G is not anywhere close to making the Hall of Fame, HR. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, both fumbles sucked. You're not wrong, Coach Ant. I watched your wide receiver uh, draft video. Why the hate on Jahan Dotson? Your boy said he's not explosive. Laugh about LMAO. He's one of the fastest wide receivers in all of college football. Uh, look, running a 40-time straight line... Um, that, that's that's nice. Explosivity is not the same thing as speed and quickness. Those are not the same thing. Don't conflate them. Um, explosivity is, is not the same. They are not the same thing. Um, and I, I don't hate Jahan Dotson. I don't think Ant hates Jahan Dotson. We just don't know if he's necessarily the guy they're going to be looking at where you would have to get him. Right, where, where you're taking him there, we feel there's better bang for your buck at 61 at that spot than Jahan Dotson or potentially even, you know, early third, where he would be going. 
Um, there's better bang for your buck. Uh, Tart should have caught the interception in the Rams game too. Eek. Uh, he should have, but it's, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. And Tommy did stutter the stutter joke. Coach, you're not wrong. He did stutter the stutter joke. Uh, Alex Smith had a horrible NFC Championship game. He did. He did. He really played like hot garbage. Oh, man, he did not not play a great game. I really, really, really shouldn't. Really shouldn't. It was it was unfortunate. It was an unfortunate situation, and in a shocking turn of events, Kyle Williams is still holding strong. Only 22 votes, but 55% of the cutback group, 55% of you so far, saying that Kyle Williams won't hurt more. I get it. I truly do get it. Oh, man, goodness gracious almighty. I, I mean, this has, been a, this has been a fun conversation all night long, chat. We've had a good, they've had a good run tonight. I've really enjoyed this. Um, look, I, I think the thing I want to hear from you is, is uh, uh, some of you have put in there, some of you have put in the chat already, why you think the Niners aren't all in. Um, if you think the Niners are all in, comment right now. Let me know why, or if you think they're not all in. This team doesn't believe this roster can win a Super Bowl. Let me know in the comment section right now. You've heard my case, you've heard my pitch, right? The 49ers are all in. They're building this team the exact same way they have the last four years. They're not really doing anything different. And in fact, they've tweaked the formula a little bit this year and spent money at the cornerback position that they haven't spent in the past. They're addressing one of the weaknesses from last year in special teams. They have made some changes and done some things differently because they think Trey Lance is ready to elevate this team to the next level. And you can be weaker potentially in some other spots if you elevate the quarterback position as much as they think can be elevated with Trey. So... Let us know. Let me know right now why you think one way or the other at this point in time, right, right now, the 49ers are either going all or going all in the moves they've made signal it or why they don't and leave your reasonings. Cause I'll read some of them off right here. Um, we'll comment one way or the other. We'll just read them off and, and see what, uh, see what the cutback crew has to say. And uh, if you agree with someone's uh, thought process, then let me know as well. Put it in the chat also. At least Craig had a Hall of Fame career and helped them win three Super Bowls. Williams was a nobody. You're not wrong, Mr. Corey. Williams did not do a whole heck of a lot after that. Uh, really couldn't shake that. And Craig should be in the hole, said Coach Ant. You are not wrong there. Talk about a crime. I wanted to comment because when you read on draft grades, you see explosiveness has nothing to do with speed. I was just, I've been trying. I was been trying to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, explosiveness in in terms of you know once you have the ball in your hand, explosiveness can be a lot, a lot of different things, right? It could be you know your first step coming off the line of scrimmage. It could be once you catch the ball in space and you get that first step and get up field. Um, you know, getting up, turning up, hitting the hole, things of that nature. Uh, explosivity usually talks about short burst, short burst stuff. Um, it, it ex explosions don't last, right? Think of a, like an actual explosion. Explosions aren't something that that carry on for a long period of time, right? They're instantaneous. They're short moments, right? That's what we're talking about. When we watch film, he doesn't, there's nothing explosive there. Is he fast? He ran a really fast 40 time. Yeah. Straight line speed, that's there, definitely. Um, but that's not necessarily the same as being explosive. Not really the same. Uh, yes, they are all in. Why wouldn't they be, said Mr. Corey. Hey, you, you did trade up for Trey Lance last year. You're not wrong there, man. Uh, picks are like your kids. You can't choose favorites slash least favorites. <laughs> it's true. They're either all good, right? They're either, they were either good throws that something bad happened or uh, they're just bad. All right, they're just bad. One of the two. We haven't lost a single game this season. It's important, Folk. You're not wrong. Hey, Gary, the undefeated season lives at the moment. 
lives. We should go back to this question after the draft. Hey, maybe this will be a you know, cutback chat, a Sunday night cutback chat, take two. Why the 49ers are not all in. They're not all in. Maybe that's what we're talking about after the draft. You might not be wrong. Is the Craig fumble keeping him out of the Hall of Fame? I hope not, Ben V. I really hope not. That would just be crazy. That would just be crazy. Ray Charles can see the Rams are all in. I mean, yeah. Right? They've, they've done it differently. The Rams are not all in now and in the future. They're all in right now. It's not now and the future. It's just now. They're all in right now. They are not all in five, six years from now. The Niners are still all in five or six years from now. Right? I think that's, a, that's one of the things to, to keep in mind, too. It's a difference there. NYCE, I believe they're all in. They finally put money into the cornerback position. It truly needed it. We have top players at each position, so it's time to get over the hump. We did it through the draft. There's different ways to build. Right? There are different ways to build. And the Niners seem to be choosing this route. Um, and it's a route that we've seen other teams do. We've seen, you know, Bill Belichick and, and the pa Patriots have a lot of success doing it this way. Um, we just saw Cincinnati do it the same exact way. The only difference is Cincinnati abandoned that plan. They abandoned it. It's not just about the draft now. It's about big names. They signed a bunch of guys to a lot of big money in free agency. Now, granted, they had $66 million. And a lot of cap space to be able to do that. It doesn't mean they're necessarily giving up either on the draft aspect because they can still hit in the draft also. I'm, I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, Ray Charles can't see. He is blind. I think that was the point, though, Jay. It was a joke. It was one of those, one of those classic pranks. It's one of those classic ones, man. Uh, Joseph Mahoney, Alec Pierce over Jahan Noxon makes no sense. Alec Pierce is a poor man's Chris Hogan, LMAO. Maybe. Maybe. Did run, a, did run the high 4-4s, four 4-3s. Four 6-3. Great separation on the deep ball. Plays pretty physical. Pretty smooth, fluid, running after the catch. Uh, the reason we talked about Alec Pierce so much and why we talked about him is he's kind of a Kyle Shanahan scheme fit. And the Niners, you know, Ray or McLeod signing doesn't feel like they're going to go after a short guy. It feels like they're going to go after a, a tall guy. Not to say like Jahan Dotson short or anything, but I'm, I'm just saying like we've, we've, we've avoided talking about smaller receivers for a reason. Um, you know, Alec Pierce has just shown some stuff on film that makes you think that, you know, he's different than some of the other receivers in the receiving room. Um, he's, he's different. He's very different. I think what Ant, Ant, I think the comp he had on, on Jahan Dotson was Richie James Jr., um, if Richie James Jr. left a bad taste in everyone's mouth, maybe it's leaving a bad taste in Kyle Shanahan's mouth, and maybe that's not a route they're going to go. Then again, Kyle seemed to like Richie James a lot, and he had a lot of opportunities, so maybe a guy like that is exactly who they're going to go with, Joseph. Maybe. And Danny Gray is my draft crush. Danny Gray has been Ant's draft crush since before we started even putting out content. Ant has been all over Danny Gray before Danny Gray was even being talked about. We were sitting behind the scenes doing shows and talking about things. He's like, I cannot wait to talk about Danny Gray. Woo, Danny Gray. Alex, you watching any Danny Gray yet? Alex, Alex, why haven't you watched receivers yet? Why are you waiting to the end to do receivers? Danny Gray. Have you seen Danny Gray? He's really good. Danny Gray. I've literally been hearing Danny Gray from, from Ant for months. Months. Oh, 
my goodness. The uncertainty around the starting quarterback spot, plus the lack of big name signings, it's hard to call this an all-in situation in the traditional sense, but I still agree with Lynch's decisions. Says Andrew Adeser. Fair. Fair. And I understand that point of view. A hundred percent. I do. They upgraded the special teams, cornerbacks, and coaches to Ken Martin. They have upgraded a lot of those things. Uh, and Jason, did Blackwell Services take care of your AC needs? Heard they're really good. They are. They are solid. AC at this at my, at my place is kicking right now. Thanks to Blackwell Services and Lodi. That was a free plug. He's welcome. He's definitely welcome. The Rams are all in after losing seven starters and signing, uh, signing a, a C-list receiver and a 32-year-old wagger. Look, the, the Rams are all in because of the, you, you had the move, right? You had the move for Matt Stafford. You still got Aaron Donald under contract. Like, they still gave up all their pieces, right? So they're still technically all in with this roster that they built and Matt Stafford being the linchpin. A lot of people feel right, great, the, the, the Matt Stafford trade is the linchpin that got them over the hump. That's how some people feel. Um, but look, I, I don't think uh, the hard thing is to say right now is you look at the NFC and how weak it's gotten top to bottom. It's hard to sit here and say, right, that the Niners have just done nothing. They're no worse than they were last year. And, and in terms of standing in the rest of the NFC, they may be in the same exact spot, if not a better spot, especially with Trey Lance being able to potentially come in and elevate the team to another level offensively. As it's really hard to believe that they're not going to be. Oh, goodness gracious there. With the, uh, we already got that one there. I think the Niners will make more moves during the season once they know which position, what positions are a problem. They possibly could. They possibly could, my guy. Definitely could. <laughs> Ooh, a draft. Uh, Moppy, Lindstrom, Austin. Ooh, Austin and Zion. Those are all good names right there, my guy. Those are all good names right there. Really does. I don't know if Calvin Austin the third will be a guy they actually target just because of Ray Ray McLeod and there being similar skill set things there that they can do with both those guys. They're very similar type players. Um, but a lot of the names you just put on that that right there, HR, a lot of those names are really good names. If the Niners walked away with a handful of those guys, uh, I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good about that draft. I don't hate that draft. I love the. I love how the TCC are crushed by recent past playoff losses and who ca and who caused them. I'm still suffering from 70, 71, and especially 72 playoff loss. I'm older, I guess. Lou, I don't, I don't get to appreciate that as much. I, I really don't. I, I don't get to appreciate that stuff. You know, I wasn't definitely wasn't around at that time. I really wasn't. I always said they should have players go through the combine with equipment. Uh, you can be the fastest with no equipment, but it's different with it on. Just my thoughts. Uh, sometimes that is the, the case. It can hinder mobility, can hinder gait, um, pads, and things of that nature. Sometimes people run differently, feel different. Um, you know, there, that was definitely an issue. I know when I played, when I was younger, I played quarterback a lot. And I remember uh, when I first started playing tackle football, um, I, I struggled with big pads throwing throwing a ball. I really did. Um I had, a, I had a different, a little bit of a different throwing motion and pads affected the way I was able to throw a football. And so I uh, really did not want to play quarterback. I kind of stayed away from playing quarterback because uh, I didn't feel like I could throw the way I wanted to throw and definitely didn't, didn't feel good. So I kind of stuck with receiver and, and went another route with, with, with uh, playing a position when it got to tackle just because uh, I didn't feel comfortable throwing a football in pads. I've been said uh, one of Grant's videos, you had a lot of times go to, to free agency and splurge, spend a lot of money. 
uh, and make a lot of moves, but they all they uh, but all of them can't win and only and only built for this year. So Ken, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Alex is putting on the best Gene Simmons by promoting products. Hey, hey, Mark Grace, I just understand something, right? Promoting the channel, right? Liking, subscribing, right? It's spot on. Occasionally plugging other services and people that we know stuff like great. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine how good sponsored plugs are going to be on this channel when when someone's paying us money to run an advert? Can you believe it? Can you believe how great those are going to be? It's just going to be glorious, right? Sponsors out there. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Hit us up, 49ERScutback at gmail.com. I'm just saying. The non-paid plugs, mwah, off the charts. They're glorious, right? Imagine what a paid plug is going to look like. Oh, just saying. I, 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 last time I bring it up. Last time. Last time for the night, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson in my prime in her prime was always my draft crush. Well, there you go, Mr. Corey. All right, every, everyone's got one. Everyone's got a, got one. We building for the future for multiple years. We might be the youngest team right now. You're not wrong there, Ken. Either. Couldn't the Rams roster have imploded by now? How are they able to buy a Super Bowl and keep affording expensive players for multiple years? Um, just few. They they they've lost a lot more, a lot more players than they've actually actually gained this offseason. And that's what happens. That is what happens afterwards. It truly is. That's what happens after you win a Super Bowl. Uh, there's that. There, there is that. And Gary, you are not wrong. If you have not already, if you're here in the chat, if you're watching this back afterwards, hit that subscribe button right now. Uh, join the Cutback crew. We're trying to get to 3K by draft day. Uh, and every, every subscribe helps. Every, every single one of you that hits that button. And the best part is it's free. It doesn't take any time. It's a second of your time. And the best part is, right, if at some point we say something silly, like like uh, uh, Joseph was saying earlier, like something that you just hate, Jahan Dotson, how disrespectful you've been, uh, you can always unsubscribe. It, 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 it's a second. It's a second. You can always unsubscribe later if you, if you just hate our guts afterwards. Or, you know, we can just have conversations about it and just agree to disagree. Um, I don't feel like we've been disrespectful to John Dotson. He's one of the 1% of the 1%. He's an elite talent. He's going to be going very high in the draft for a reason. I just don't think his skill sets translate to San Francisco. That's all we're saying. That's it. I still like him. I still like the guy. He's a good dude. And he's very talented and ridiculously athletic. You all deserve it. We appreciate that, man. We really do. We really, really do. Selson Blue Plug. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, Lord, another middle cop talking about Cheetos and beef all day. No, 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 not all day. Not all day. And hold on a second. Mr. Corey. Okay, listen, just because middle cough wears a headset and I have a headset on does not mean these things are the same. Not even a little bit. On the normal pot, when we record the normal stuff, I don't have a headset on. It's just at home because of how my setup is here. Also, my headset's much better than middle cops. Significantly. Steel Series makes an incredible product. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's it. It's not even a paid plug. It's not, I swear. I swear, we have to click a button that says whether there's paid promotions in videos. Not even paid. I just like Steel Series headsets. <laughs> 
Mr. Corey agreed. That's exactly how they lost the game. Uh, I never understood why he started throwing the ball uh, when the the run game was when, when the name of the game should have been running out the clock. Most had just run for chunks of yards. Oh, look, man, I, that that 2019 Super Bowl is frustrating. It is frustrating. But remember, Kyle got drug under the coals, and the Falcons got drug under the coals for or for yeah for. Well, for having run the ball a little bit and throwing in weird spots in that other Super Bowl, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you expect guys to make plays and you put your your players in position to make the best plays possible. Um, and the Niners offensively did not make the plays and the defense defensively did not get the stops they needed. There it is. Real question is when you guys get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. True, true. They they sponsor everybody except for the 49ers cutback. Crazy. Crazy to think. Crazy to think that it hasn't happened yet. Don't worry, Caleb. They have plenty of time. Plenty of time to, to get a, a sponsorship run here on the 40 Hours Cutback to all almost 3,000 of our subscribers. That is going to talk about something that's going to boost sales for Raid Shadow Legends. To the moon. To the moon after being on the podcast, right? Throat loss and this company should sponsor you. Why? Because I talk so much and my voice stays extra crispy smooth. This audible chocolate does not falter or waver. All because of insert throat lozenges, sausages, or throat lozenges here. I said lozenges, sausages. What is wrong with me? It's because it's getting late. It's 10 to 30. It's past my Betty by time. Oh, goodness gracious almighty. Goodness gracious almighty. Okay, look, cut back here. Any last minute questions you have? Now is the time. Now is the time. I have a Manscaped razor, Ben B. Now is the time. Now is the time to get that done. So questions, anything that you got, leave it right now. We're going to take a handful of them. And while we're waiting, if you missed it already, I might as well tease it just one more time. We got Monday Fan Control Moth Draft. That's tomorrow. You don't want to miss that. That is going to be absolutely fantastic, phenomenal, where you make all the picks cut back crew. And then on Wednesday, a brand new show, 49ers War Room. Here's a little teaser. The San Francisco 49ers select... You're not going to want to miss 49ers War Room when we do that. It is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to have a couple of different content creators coming on with us. Uh, we'll get to it. There'll be a little bit more tomorrow that comes out, so make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're here for the Fan Control Mock Draft tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific time, where you'll find out a little bit more about what's going on with 49ers War Room on Wednesday. And then on Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, you won't want to miss an absolutely incredible new show debuting right here on YouTube. Right here on YouTube. Okay, so make sure you're here for that. Will the strong safety spot and unknown interior D-line situation make our defense worse, or will it be the same as last year or better, said Bay Mac? As of right now, I don't know. Um, I don't think the interior D-line is as much of a downgrade as people think because we have seen a lot of positive from a non-healthy Javon Kinlaw. We've seen some positive stuff there, especially the run defense. In the run defense category, he has not been bad. So, uh, will it be a huge step back? I don't believe it'll, it will be. I don't think so. And as of right now, the safety room 
there isn't a huge downgrade at the moment because we've seen some positive from Talanoa Hufanga and we don't really know where Tavarius Moore is and what he's going to be looking like. And Jaquiski Tart is still out there and available on the open market. So until Jaquiski Tart signs somewhere, I'm not willing to say the 49ers safety room is a huge downgrade because he could still come back. So once he, once he signs, then we got a bigger question. Once he signs somewhere else, then we have a bigger question mark. That's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. That's where my thought process will be. Tomorrow we drop the names, says Coach Ant. And Coach Ant is not wrong. Tomorrow we will drop the names. The names will be dropped. So make sure you are here so you know who is going to be on the very first episode of 49ers War Room. You're not going to want to miss it. If you stay on a little longer, you can say you will be on later today. It's That's true. I'm not doing that, Gary. I got work in the morning. I am not doing that. Predict our record versus the AFC West this season. Woo. Predict it. Two and two. We'll go two and two. We'll lose two of those games. We'll win two of those games. We'll go 500. There you go. I said Ken Martin said two and two. I said Jay Hill with a with a four and zero, oh. eight and zero. Oh. Uh, what is it? It was that eight and zero oh versus the AFC West. The book it says Jay Hill. I don't even know how you do that, my guy. But okay, uh, you're not fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. Do you think Jason Verrett returns on a veteran salary, or do you see him being a starter then sliding Eman to the slot? I think if Verrett was going to be back, and I see Ben V there too, will Verrett be back? It doesn't feel like he's going to be back, but I think the Niners want to bring him back on a vet minimum salary. Uh, I think he wants closer to three mil, and I don't know if the market's available with the injury history. I think he wants like a, a contract that's up to three million incentives. I don't know if the Niners are willing to give it. I think they're willing to give him like the vet exemption, right? That one point zero three five million, where it's like eight hundred sixty five in cap. It's an actual cap hit, and then some bonuses. Maybe that escalated up to like two and a half. I think he wants a little bit more, and he's just waiting to see, waiting to see what happens. Uh, let's see there. What's the official deodorant? Ah, we're not going to get into that, Jay Hill. Any special teams ranking prediction? I'm going to say right now, I think I think the Niners will be top eight in special teams this season. Top eight. That's as bold as I'm willing to go with that right now. I think they got a lot of special team studs and standouts. Um, I, I just want to see how the rest of the roster kind of fills out and shapes out. But right now, it feels like top eight. If Nick Bosa gets 20 sacks, how expensive will that make him? 30 million, Joe, Joseph, 30 million. I think he's getting 30 million no matter what. If he gets 20 plus sacks and gets an all pro, it's going to be probably close to like 35. But he's going to cost us $30 million and I'm a-okay with that. I'm all good with that. I'm all good with 30 million, especially since the first couple of years of that contract, uh, you could probably keep the money on a little bit lower side because there's the injury history, right? The injury history. I don't know. I don't know. It's a shot in the dark at this point in time, but it feels like 30 million is what the number is going to be. Uh, will we trade up into the first? Will we trade up into the first? Ask, uh, oh, God, where was it? Where was it? Said Ben V. Ben V, will we trade up in the first? I don't think so. I don't think so. Jason Hill said Ben, how? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. And I see Monday, uh, Lou asked Monday time for the fan controlled mock draft, 5 p.m. Pacific time. And I see Coach Ant hit that for you as well. So anyone who missed it, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern is the fan controlled mock draft. And votes, there's going to be, as soon as this live stream goes, goes down, there are going to be a couple of polls that pop up that are going to populate some questions for the cutback crew. Uh, they're going to get the, the fan controlled mock draft started and some of the decisions that are going to be made early. So make sure you take a look at that as well. Uh, three and one, uh, Mr. Corey said three and one uh, win against the Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders lost to the Chargers. 
Um, it, I, I would say right now, it feels like the, the two wins that I would have are the Chargers and the Raiders, with the losses being the Chiefs and the Broncos. But I could also see the Chargers being a loss and the Chiefs being a win. But I, it feels like two and two right now. Uh, who do you want to grab? Ooh, who do you want to grab in round one? Who do you want us to grab? Oh, I think that was for, you were asking Jay Hill, you are asking Ben, right? I'm assuming you're asking Ben because then I start drafting in the first round. How much is Debo going to get? 20 to 23 million? Uh, maybe 25. Maybe 25. Might be more than 25. Debo's going to try and get 30. Yes, he should. I think the Niners ideally would like to pay 22, 22 and a half. And I think they'll meet somewhere in the middle around 25 and call it a day. That's what it feels like. Uh, it really does. It really does. Bay Mac, come on, man. Come on. Right, Nut? Maybe that's a shirt. Maybe we just do that for a shirt. Uh, I'm just asking not a serious question, said Ben V. Well, hey, look, you know, the Niners could. It, 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 is it likely? No. But could they? Absolutely. They absolutely could. They really they really could do that as well. And Stream Ellis is not wrong. Uh, look, if you're coming to the draft party April 29th, 4 to 8 p.m. at uh, Back Alley Brew in Galt, California, to hang out with myself right here and Ant from the podcast, as well as Jay Hill, Horst, will be there uh, as well. Those two gentlemen will, will be out there and, and having a good time with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Free entry, nice food, beer on tap, tons of stuff going on, tons of activities. Um, but, but look, I mean, if you if you're going to be there, you might want some merch, right? You want to, you might want to rep the cutback crew. So if, if that's the case, right, you want some nice T-shirts and some cool 49ers cutback gear, you can head over to our merch shop, 49ersCutbackShop.com, where you can get all of that incredible merch for really good prices. Right, NWO inspired T-shirts, cutback crew stuff. There's sweatshirts. There's a tank top. George Kittle inspired gear and new stuff that's going to be dropping soon that you're not going to want to miss. So head on over to that, and it just popped up. Stream Elements is all over it. Look at that as I'm talking about it, all over it. Stream Elements. Head over to Forty Nine ers Cutback Shop right now. You can get some of that gear so you can rep it at the draft party. And and if you're not coming to the draft party, then you can just get it and rep it around like your town. And, and hop over into the Discord and share it with the rest of the Cutback crew and show everyone how sweet it is because it is some sweet merch. I'll tell you what. Absolutely. And Gary needs patches. You hear that, editor guy? What? Yeah, they're there. I'm still used to you being over there. Get on the patches, man. You gotta get to work. You really, you really have to. You really have to. I'm in Atlanta. Wish I could join you. Great content as usual. Have a great night. You as well, NYCE. I'll go to the draft party. I just need a limo and an interstate police escort said KNDR collectibles. Good luck figuring that out. Good luck, my guy. Good luck. Ha hard to wrap my head around 25 million a year. I get it, man. I really, truly do get it. It's hard, Lou. It's hard to wrap your head around 25 million. It's hard for a lot of the fan base to wrap their head around 25 million. It doesn't seem like it's hard for the 49ers to wrap their head around it. You have a, a, a window here with a young, talented quarterback in Trey Lance, and we had a full 50-50 split on the poll. 50% say Craig, 50% said Williams. In terms of which fumble was worse for the 49ers, Craig's or Kyle Williams in the playoffs, that's incredible. 50-50 split. Craig came storming back. Um, but look, the Niners feel like they got a situation here where it's like, hey, I, 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 what Jimmy brings in terms of stability at the quarterback, quarterback play in the room, you're hoping Trey Lance beats him out. And if Trey Lance does, if something, God forbid, were to happen to him, unless someone's willing to pay you 
what you think Jimmy Garoppolo is worth and his value is, the Niners are like, we would rather pay the $25 million and keep him on the roster. That may be what they're thinking and feeling. So we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. Do you like Zion McCollum? Uh, 6'4", ran a 4-3-3 at 13 interceptions uh, in college, averaging three every year. I, I do like Zion McCollum. I do like him, and we're going to be talking about uh, cornerbacks here in the not-too-distant future. Not-too-distant future. Tomorrow night, no draft content because we got the fan or draft position breakdowns. Excuse me. It is draft content, but not draft position breakdowns because we got the fan-controlled mock draft. Tuesday, there will be some draft position that dra- draft positions that we break down, and then Wednesday, you're going to have 49ers war room. So it's going to be a week chock full of new content, new shows, and breaking down positions in the NFL draft. So if you enjoy all of that, if you're excited for it, make sure you subscribe right now. Hit that notification bell also because you don't want to miss any content that we come out with. You don't want to miss live streams. Um, It's going to be a fun week. It is going to be uh, an exciting week. New shows, new ideas, new conversations with familiar and new faces. So that is going to be a blast. And Baymac, you were correct. The poll revealed the audience is diverse in all eras. And we are excited about that. That's what's great about this 49ers fan base. You have fans who were around before the team found relevance and, and dominance. You have people who only have, have enjoyed the spoils of an incredible organization that have built you know, an incredible you know, foundation and, and era of sustained success. And then you have fans who have only come up with and experienced the, the, the lulls of defeat and the lows of being a lowly organization trying to rebuild and recapture the glory days. Oh, it was so glorious. I didn't get to see any of them. There are those people. They exist. And they are pissed. And they want to see the San Francisco 49ers win one more than anything. We got, we got people who've experienced this team on so many different facets in so many different ways and areas. And that's what's great about this community. We have we have fans that that cover and span all ages, right? Young, old, brand new, and people who have been riding the roller coaster with this team. And it's it's great. It really is. It's super exciting times. We love having these conversations with all of you. You all make this thing tick. You really, really do. You really do. You make this thing tick. You guys make this thing as special as it is. That's why I enjoy coming on Saturday, Sunday nights now and, and doing this with you. It's why Ant and I love you know, going on with you daily, we, you know, all throughout the week, coming up with new show ideas, constantly turning this thing over and trying to bring you better new material each and every week. I, we're, we're trying to do things that no other content creator, no other content creators are doing on this platform. None. None. And you're going to see that with War Room. And you're going to see that with a lot of the other things that we're doing. All right, we've been doing it week in, week out now for the past couple of seasons. Season one was absolutely great. Season two was even better. It was an uptick. And season three, you can book it right now, Cutback Crew and the Faithful. Season three of the 49ers Cutback. To the moon, baby. To the moon. We're going to be doing all of the fun stuff. We're going to be trying new things, doing different things, adding new things to the schedule. And we cannot wait to do all of that with you. So all of you, everyone in the, in the chat tonight, everyone listen back to this on, on the traditional podcast platforms. Every single one of you, thank you. Thank you for everything you do for this channel. This channel would not be where it is right now today if it weren't for all of you supporting. Cannot thank you enough. Appreciate everything you guys have done. Lou, at the end of the day, Alex, how many picks do you think the Niners end up with on, on day two? I, I think the Niners at the end of the day are going to be walking away 
Um, probably with, I would say all the picks they have right now, maybe one more. I'd say four. I would say four picks. Well, let's go with let's go with four. I'll say four right now. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, see any content creators you and left and I think are overrated? Or are you guys playing patty cake with other content creators? We're not playing a patty cake with anybody. We'll work with everybody. We don't care. We don't care whether or not we agree or disagree on on topics with anybody. Um, we think it'll be a fun conversation whether we like wholeheartedly agree and love what they do, or whether or not we completely disagree and don't think they have a, a, a you know a, a good take in the bag. It doesn't matter to us. Um, you know, we're all about diversity here and, and diversifying thought. Right, the, the types of thoughts that people are having about this team and, and the conversations that people are having. Uh, there's no, there's no one way to, to to look at this organization, this franchise, and I, there's no one way to look at it right and be completely set in stone in terms of it being right or wrong. Um, and we've joked all the time, right? We call we call Grant Cohen Thanos around here, right? Thanos and his army of of people who go out and say the same things that, that he is saying. Um, even Thanos. Like Thanos, we would love to be able to to, to have on and, and work with and, and do stuff with. Um, there isn't a, a content creator out there that we're like, you know, no, no, we're not we're not bigger than anyone. We're not better than anyone. We want to have these conversations with everybody. We want to have the conversation with the cutback crew. We want to have these conversations with everyone out there, whether they agree with with how we see it or disagree completely entirely, um, whether they want to call names or say things or or not or ignore us. It doesn't matter. We're willing to work with just about anyone. Uh, no hate here. Uh, this entire community is spoiled. 49ers fan base is spoiled. You have a plethora of content creators. You have a plethora of people who are who are grinding and doing their thing uh, for the fan base. And you have a team that has done it for this fan base at a very high level. It's one of the, the best organizations and, and fan bases uh, in, in all of sports. That's not just football. In all of sports. Uh, but shout out to Pat's performance at WrestleMania. Said traffic, you are correct. It's not 49ers related, but Pat McAfee absolutely killed it at WrestleMania. That was a lot of fun. Cutback crew, fan control mock draft tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Right here on 49ers Cutback on YouTube. We'll see you then Wednesday, War Room as well. And the official release of who else will be on War Room with Ant and myself with the 49ers Cutback tomorrow during the fan controlled mock draft. You don't want to miss it. Hit that reminder. And uh, until the next one, cut back ruin the faithful. Stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.
Fighters select.